Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host and coach Aditya Sisodia from Stories of Opportunity. Welcome to another amazing episode. And this time, I've got a very special guest. I won't tell you about the guest. I would introduce you to our guest. And how would I be introducing? I would be showing you what our guest has done. So. With a big round of virtual applause, I'm just showing you the work our guest has done. So, are you ready for it? Here you go. As you guessed it right, our speaker for the day is Bobby D'Souza. Bobby is an author, podcaster, YouTuber, trainer, facilitator, musician. I don't have words to describe Bobby. In one word, if I have to describe Bobby, Bobby is a whole and soul entertainment package. I have personally known Bobby and the reason I've invited Bobby is because his life his work is an inspiration. His book which he has written Fallen to Rise is based upon his life actual events where he shares about his resilience grit. Personally for me Bobby is an inspiration. I have seen him how during pandemic he has transformed his facilitation stack so without further ado let's roll the intro and invite bobby on the dais hi bobby welcome to stories of opportunity with coach sisodia how are you this evening good good absolutely brilliant aditya sisodia it is such a pleasure to see you and i love your background as well thank you thank you So Bobby I was really looking forward and we had been planning for your December event for quite some time Bobby. Correct. So Bobby first for our viewers I have introduced you I'll humbly request you if you can share a bit more about yourself for the viewers who have joined us right now. Uh absolutely I would love to do that uh, just a little introduction of who I am. Uh I think while we are having a conversation I will be sharing a bit of my story which will surprise a few people and possibly might in, even inspire people to do something bigger better and higher uh, but uh, I've been uh, in the industry for the last 20 plus years now and uh, I am actually a motivational speaker I am an author of a book called Rise as I wonderfully said and uh, I have been in learning and development for already 12 years and I used to be in customer service I was in sales for many years and uh, a lot of lessons that i've learned in my life have been through experiences rather than qualification uh, so they have been through the university of life and uh, also a lot of people uh, you know find it interesting to attend some of my live sessions because i also bring in humor and music so i you know bring in drums and electronic drums uh, which actually engages a lot of people so that's just a little about me so bobby I'm really surprised because you are one person who continuously evolves himself. So, Correct. what is the secret of and what is the inspiration behind evolving yourself, transforming yourself? Hmm. I think that's a wonderful question. You know, what's what's made me evolve? You know, during these times of lockdown and COVID-19, uh, I was also, you know, uh, whenever we go through change in life, we go through, you know, stages. One of them is called denial. the other one is resistance then we explore and then we commit uh i also went through those time where i am trying to break my head and say what the hell man when will be able to come out because as a speaker 
I would love to do face-to-face -face sessions. You know, uh, I would like to engage and have fun with people face-to-face, -face, shake a hand, give a hug. That's how I am. Uh, but when we were just stuck in a box, just like right now, we are stuck in two boxes right now. Uh, at that moment of time, I had two choices. Either I can be very frustrated about it or I can say, is there something bigger, better, higher, even through situations like this? And I think from the, from the time when I was a young boy, somehow deep down in my very gut, I had this thought which says, whatever you're going through in your life, there is something bigger, something better, something higher waiting for me. And the only thing is, even in the dark tunnels, it's time to just walk in the dark tunnel, but know that this dark tunnel is not forever. There is going to be a light somewhere. And I think there is this uh, grace, you know, grace that I experience of the light, knowing that there is something bigger, better. And I think that's helped me to just evolve myself consistently because I personally believe for myself that something bigger, something better, something higher is there. Amazing. That's really beautiful of you to share. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this from YouTube, Facebook or LinkedIn, do type in, share your message. Welcome Minakshi Rana for joining us from YouTube. And do feel free to ask this question because this session is going to transform you. As Bobby just mentioned, over the last two decades, it's that grit, it's that purpose with which Bobby looks forward to that has inspired him to evolve himself to transform himself. We would love to take your questions in this live session. So Bobby, uh, we have curated some questions uh, which we would like to share with you. All right. Okay. Okay. So Bobby, uh, the first one is, why did you choose this topic for our today's conversation, Fallen to Rise? Yes. Good question. Again, why did we choose a topic for today's conversation? Because Fallen to Rise actually, uh, you know, apart from just being a book which I'm promoting right now, uh, but one of the reasons why Fallen to Rise is very close to my heart, apart from writing the book is, uh, some of the biggest champions in the world have never become a hero or a legend or a star or a tycoon or a successful business venture until they have seen miserable fails. Some of the biggest, you know, uh, people who have risen up and who we look up to have fallen miserably. The only challenge is a lot of people are consistently seeing only the glory part of it. You know, whether you look at the creators of Facebook, whether we look at the story of Elon Musk or whether we look at anybody, you know, uh, who's very inspiring to us. There are a lot of behind the scenes stories which do not show up on Instagram, that do not show up on Reels, that do not show up on, you know, YouTube. But these are people we can really connect with. And I think a lot of time, I believe a lot of, pe lot of people want to uh, see only the success part of it. But the truth is, every day is not a Sunday. There is going to be a Monday. There's going to be Monday blues. There's going to be Tuesday reds and greens <laughs> as well. So I think Fallen to Rise is all about how do we connect with simple, ordinary people who have gone through the mess, but even their mess has become a message. And I am among the thousands of people whose mess has today become a message to so many. So ladies and gentlemen, make your mess a message for people around you. Because you never know who you might inspire. So we have got uh, Vamika Shetty also. Thank you, Vamika. That's wonderful. You have joined us. Do pour in your like, hearts, comments, because that would really inspire us to share more valuable content. 
So, Bobby, tell us a bit more about your book, Fall Into Rise, and uh, what can people expect? And All right. as I also remember, this is just volume one. You had mentioned that volume two would be coming soon. Thank you. <laughs> you are giving me a reminder that I am supposed to start the second part. Uh, but I think the second part I will hold on for some time because I want to get a substantial part of life, uh, you know, happened until I write the next one. You know, writing Fall Into Rise, this book took actually three years for me to write it. Uh, wow. There were times when I was writing the book, you know, when we finished the 10th chapter, everything looked like exciting. I made the new, uh, you know, I told my mama, you know, I told my mother that I'm going to write a book. I told my close ones I'm going to write a book. People were excited. I said, oh, congratulations, very good. You know, all that was good. But when you finish the 10th chapter and the 12th chapter, and when you come to the 15th and the 20th chapter, suddenly you realize and you start having questions. And people started asking questions. In fact, somebody very close to me, I heard this behind the scene and the person said, you know, who the hell does he think he is? Uh, you know, why will people even read the, read the book? And when I heard words like this, uh, I started questioning my own self and I said, you know, who will really read this book? And then I realized that every time I go in and deliver a keynote to thousands of people, whether they are small connected workshop or master classes, every time I deliver the session and when I share the story, there are people who are in tears. There are people who come and hug me and shake a hand and say, man, that story really hit me. That is connected to my life. I have had experiences like that. And when I see people rise up from saying that, oh, it's a mess. And then they feel a sense of hope at the end of the story. I realize, you know, if when I go live in sessions, and people get so inspired, I cannot meet everybody, right? And I said, why not write a book? Because I believe books can reach places where a video may not go or even a movie may not go. Uh, so I said, why not write the book? So Fallen to Rise is basically a story of an ordinary boy, you know, who faced some of the craziest uh, challenges in his life uh, and how he was able to discover who he really is and how he was able to change perspective and rise from the ashes and uh, you know help other people know that if he can do it you can do better so that's amazing that's amazing so uh, i have another question which is out here uh, which is uh, what advice would you give to a smart driven individual about the real world and what advice to ignore because bobby you are a motivational speaker, you meet a lot of working professional, young professional, aspirational professional. Uh, also tell us about your retreat program because yes. I saw your retreat program also where you take people. So what is this retreat about and what is the central theme of your session and workshops? Great, great, great. So uh, Aditya, thank you so much for the question. Uh, let me first take up the first question that you said. You know, what advice would, would I give to smart driven individuals about the real world and what advice to ignore? Let me answer that and I'll give the question for the retreat. All right. Now, <clears throat> the first thought is this. Um, the real world, in a real world that we live in, not everything is as per Pixabay and Pixel. <laughs> what I mean by that is, when you go to a Google image and you look for, uh, you know, pictures of success, you know, of uh, everything is so edited, so photoshopped, you know, everything looks so perfect. And unfortunately, when people study in a university, in a college, they somehow have a make-believe thought which says that, you know, my father and mother used to take care of me, uh, you know, when, when I was a young kid. And, uh, you know, people pampered me, people loved me and took care of me in my family. So the person who I am going to get in 
relationship when i get married or i get to do a job into career everything is going to be very simple just like a google image but the honest truth is the real life actually is very unfiltered it's very raw the today will be very different from what it is yesterday and tomorrow is going to be very very different it's going to be very very unpredictable and one thought that i can give to anybody is start being comfortable with uncertainty some of the biggest champions in the world are not necessarily fearless you know elon musk says that you know that when i get scared and when i have a situation that is really really scary i get scared at the same time but at the same time i know that my goal or my vision or my dream is very very important for me and that's why i'll do it anyways and i think it's very important for people to know that you got to realize that uncertainties in life unpredictability of life and specifically this buka world that we're living in the covid-19 has completely changed our perspective about everything right including us right the work that you and i do aditya you know we could never in our imagination think that something like this would happen but today we are stuck in a box this is the second time i'm saying that and i have realized and connecting it even to the first question we got to evolve and if we don't accept the uncertainty and uh if we are not if we don't make ourselves future proof by getting ready for the uncertainty then we'll become redundant and therefore it's very very important for us to accept uncertainties and reinvent ourselves consistently every month every week every year that's what i think that's one suggestion yeah so how can people reinvent themselves and at this point i would request you to do emphasize on the point of having and hiring a mentor a coach a counselor a trainer because these are something like bobby you and i know whenever we go and pitch we are told are entertainment thodi na karwana and we are like this is not entertainment this is emotional hygiene yes so yes. what is uh, your suggestion that how can people become more resilient yes so uh, let me answer one question of yours in regards to do you need a mentor do you need a coach a lot of people say that you know uh, i'm a self made man it sounds a great as a great concept but the truth honestly is that honestly nobody really is a self made man because and i am okay for people disagreeing with me there are people who will push you there are people who will teach you you may not meet certain people but they will inspire you so there are people around you who inspire you encourage you motivate you sometimes push you and sometimes even criticize you which becomes a blessing for you and as a result of that you evolve and grow so i personally think that it is very very important for people to have a mentor and a coach in their life in fact a couple of people who are over here actually you know i'm sure you know i have helped them in in their life and i've seen the difference in their life but i want to share one true story with you uh, aditya and with the audiences which i think would touch their hearts and i think yours too uh you know um when i was a very small boy uh, my father you know he left us and went away he didn't die he left us even today whether my father is alive or dead we actually have no clue where he is i've you know i've heard whispers from people that we heard about him here but we don't know for a reality now for a guy i think it's very important to have a dad because you can have a beautiful mother and i absolutely adore and love my mother but you also need a dad in your life because you know as a guy you need a role model of a man you know how should you behave what should you do 
you know what should you how should you shave for example these are very basic questions what should you do in a relationship so many other questions that comes in and i really had no mentor at a point of my life and at the age of 19 20 when i was really really confused and you know going through real tough times uh, i had one of these mentors you know who was not officially my mentor but he was somebody who i would open my life with and he was his name was donald and uh, sometime when i used to go through real tough times in my life i used to just say can i come and talk with you and he was a busy man he had a family and he had so such a busy life he said you you know bob come and i used to come to his house and uh, you know he would tell his wife and his children to stay away from the bedroom they're going to have a conversation and i used to sit on one side of the bedroom and he used to just sit down over there and uh, for the next one hour i would rant i would vent i would talk about how the world is horrible how things are not working for me how i am doing my self pity and i how things are terrible for me and you know what he was do he would not give me suggestions he would just listen for 20 minutes for 30 minutes he would listen and remember i did not have i my father left when i was very small so i never experienced a father's love and sometime when i used to be very emotional he used to just make me get up and he used to give me a big hug and when i have wiped my tears then he would say are you open to hearing something and then he would give me some suggestion and sometimes very strong feedback as well and i tell you one of the reasons i have become a person who's risen from the fall is because i have i had innumerable people who came to my aid and uh, you know stood by me and you know guided me and pushed me and encouraged me and sometimes when i used to become really really proud of myself because you know as a person i am a musician i can act i can dance i can do this i can do that and i was very sometimes very proud about it and sometimes you know he used to come almost like in hindi we say you know touch me he used to bring come with the pin and just to and I, all my pride would suddenly oh my god and i used to get so irritated is why the hell is he doing that you know when i'm getting all the applause he would say bob chill humble yourself humble humble yourself and robin sharma in the book 5am club he says that uh, when uh, when the uh, soldiers used to walk in the on the roads you know after winning a big triumph and victory they had one person standing next to them walking next to them and they would say in the roman language saying that listen oh oh emperor oh caesar caesar augustus remember you're only a man you're only a man you are not god you're only a man there was a person allocated just to remind them that you are an imperfect human being today you're going to win a big victory but tomorrow you're going to fail terribly as well so you're a human and i have had mentors and coaches uh, who have helped me and uh, in a way it has shaped me i have seen people who have inspired me some people who have met face to face some people virtually and uh, i'm a better human because of the other people around me so i think uh, should people have coaches mentors 120% yes and i would recommend even for a lot of other people other than sisodi as a wonderful coach uh, he's inspired he's helped so many people as well uh, but i should you have a mentor 100% yes uh, i already have mentors in my life and it tremendously helps and uh, answering the one question that you asked me uh, the retreat that we do every year in fact uh, it's a very very exciting adventure uh for people who want to come in uh we do we do a number of things for example i think in the month of january february we'll do something called as thrive uh which is a series number 3 wherein for an entire day people enter into a conference room or a banquet hall uh, and we do a live session where people's life are transformed that's a one day session 
but one session that i that really excites us and we take almost 6 months to prepare for it is called as a yes i can series and uh, we did one in mumbai the last one that we did was it was in uh, in the city of udaipur uh, where we got people to stay in a beautiful bungalow you know a beautiful bungalow we got people to hike we got people to trek uh, people got to see the incredible india experience fun fellowship friendship eat great delicious dinner and food but at the same time spend two days in the midst of nature just discovering themselves asking them this question can i do things about my life because sometimes what happens is you know people are putting in you know it's almost like sometimes we are extinguishing our uh, batteries you know our fuel because we're doing so much the entire year sometimes we just need to pause and yes i can series that happens in a form of a retreat it basically gets you to just take a break consistently and ask yourself why the hell am i doing what i'm doing if i'm stressed do i really need to take the stress and you know you basically get to discover yourself and there is a quote which i wrote which says you know the greatest breakthrough in life does not happen only when you get the biggest you know gadget or the biggest you know iphone 12 or uh, you know the biggest uh, product or just a promotion the biggest breakthrough happens when you discover a truth about yourself when you discover that truth about yourself that's the biggest breakthrough that happens because when you have a breakthrough in your life in your own mind in your own heart then even in the worst shit that you could be going through in the worst struggles that you could be going through you know you could still have that tunnel of hope that i said at the start so 3 days of session a retreat uh, really inspiring and uh, somebody asked according to you till what age would you okay i think let aditya take it on Yeah. Okay. So Varun has a question for us, which is a follow-up on your mentor one. What is the right age to hire or have a mentor, coach, counselor? Because especially what we are seeing the increase in suicide, depression, loneliness, and it is not considered something as and sorry for using this word something as the lifestyle of having a coach or a counselor. People are not open about. being expressive that i'm vulnerable i need help hmm. i think personally i think there is really no age bar for people having you know if people can go to what was that what is that application called as uh, where people can uh, children can do coding what is that called as <laughs> i don't want to take i don't know whether my next video would be banned if i think <laughs> yeah if if, <laughs> if children can learn coding at the age of 6 years old uh, <laughs> you know i think everything happens internally you know uh, i learned this very young uh, in my life that the greatest success the greatest battle depression suicide everything happens internally right happiness is always an internal factor growth is always an internal factor it is not only external i personally think there is no age limit to where you can when you can start getting mentored Uh, I started getting mentored, you know, in my teens actually, you know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. That's the time I started getting uh, mentored. The the softer the clay, the more easily it can be shaped to grow, to develop, to find ways. And the earlier people learn, for example, you know, Vamika Shetty is the one person I've been coaching over the years, and she's also part of retreats, all the events. She's one one person who never misses anything. uh i think she's if i'm not wrong uh she's 17 wow 17 18 and she's attended everything you can imagine 
all the wow. sessions over the years uh, there are people i know there are students of mine uh, who met me 9 years back 6 years back who are still you know uh, who are still being mentored you know somebody who was in their 12th standard or you know plus 2 that we call in the north of india in mumbai we say hsc people who wow. are in the 10th and 12th they have been coached and i personally think there is wow. there isn't an age uh, even if you're 60 plus i think you can be coached you should have a mentor wow. um, i think you should and vamika has a compliment for you that it is such a uh, transformative journey and she has evolved as a person thanks to you and your entire team and Thank this you. is the biggest compliment which i feel a mentor can get where the That's mentees true. are acknowledging the transformation that has taken so we have another question from saurabh uh, now this is something which i really ask all the speakers like how do you recharge yourself because we are like a battery <laughs> we also Absolutely. get discharged what's your mantra you know you know i'm very humbled uh, when i share what i'm going to say share possibly a little emotional as well uh, during covid 19 and i'm going to be very really real over here sometimes it's been tough and aditya you would also agree and people who are close to me would also agree apart from i sharing you know what are some concepts that's really works for me i think what you need is you don't need the whole world to be world to be your friend but you still need a few trusted people who know you in your struggles i think you need some close people that you can even cry with in front of people you know you can share your struggles and not worry about being judged whether they are your family members or some close friends and i'm glad to say that at least i have a few people who i have shared some of my biggest struggles and i think one of the ways that i have been able to keep myself charged uh, during real tough times is number one surround yourself with people who genuinely value you outside the podium and stage of success and that's for us but for other people also when people see you on instagram you look great but that's not the real life right that's a real life you got to see the life behind it and as a result of that i think you need to have some real good trusted people whom you can trust you know uh, that's one way and i've opened my life to a few people and it's really helped me when i was really like 18 and even now the other thing that has really really worked for me is consistently feeding your mind with content that really really inspires you i'm going to share a few names and if you want somebody from the team also can just put it in the chat button for people you know there are some resources that are available um there are some people who are really really inspiring for example the 5 am club by robin sharma is a great 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 book uh which i have actually used the entire uh, period of time when i in this covid 19 time and it's really helped me to build a great routine for myself so if people want to build a build a great personal routine for themselves to get up early to charge themselves i am club is a great book that you should be reading so you should take a book and read one chapter a day a lot of people personally say that i finish 60 books or 30 books in a year uh sounds sounds like a record uh but you know and uh, there are there are people who i really love and admire also who finish 60 books in a month or a year i personally cannot finish many books in a year you know i i have taken 5m club and i have finished most of the book in 6 uh, to 8 months what i do is basically i will take a chapter of the book and i will read one chapter and then i will journalize i will take a diary and a pen i have you know i have not read many books but i have written diaries of journals where i write my experiences of my life 
and when i write my experience of life i will also take one chapter of the book and pick up one small content from the book for example if it says you know uh live in the moment if this is a part of the book which says you know live in the moment if this is part of the book then what i will do is okay bobby this is the question for you the book says live in the moment how do you think you can live in the moment then i put that as a question for myself in the journal then i ask myself a question am i living in the moment and then i if i if i if i have the answer which says no i am not living in the moment so the question is what is stopping me to live in the moment because i'm consistently too worried about the future so the next question then i ask myself is okay should you not worry about the future then i say yes i should take responsibility of the future and not like worry of the future so the next question that i ask myself then is are you worried of the future and my answer is yes so what where does worry come from worry comes from fear so then are you living with fear or are you living with faith and belief because if i'm going to live in fear i'm not going to be logical i'm going to be very emotional i'm going to irritate and make everybody around me disappointed and sad so the question is what do i need to do in order to live in faith belief and positivity so then i need to live in the moment and to live in the moment i need to say that even when i'm going to the worst or going to the worst can i just appreciate this very moment for example right now i'm speaking to aditya i could have 10000 worries in my mind about 10 other things tomorrow but right now this very moment you know i have a friend who i can trust you know who i have opened up with who i have asked for help and he and aditya you know this right you and i have shared stories you are one of the person who's helped me and connected with me to people you know uh, and that helped me to write my book correct so i am sharing i'm right now connected with you and i can just say ki i'm thankful for you right now because you came at a point of my life and helped me genuinely and i can take this moment and enjoy the experience of this moment rather than worrying about what's for dinner or what's going to happen tomorrow so i think living in the moment is a very important thing and that comes from building and you ask me a question how can i reinvent myself or how can i charge myself consistently the answer is one thing consistently every day build the power of self awareness build the power of discovering yourself every day and for that you need a diary i would personally suggest to everybody who's watching this who's going to watch it in the future as well you got to purchase an expensive diary and there is a reason why i say what i say you don't have to buy a cheap diary you got to buy an expensive diary which hurts you you got to buy a pen that is expensive the reason is when you buy something expensive you know expensive you will tend to use it more often buy a diary that you really love wherein you will just move your hand over it and say wow what a lovely diary and every morning when you get up use a diary sit down with a pen and paper handy listen to some beautiful sounds of nature you know if there is a lot of traffic around you put some earphone listen to uh, you know some inspiring music on youtube or uh, you know on on uh, spotify listen to them and while you are just working on yourself just investing yourself and one of the reasons why i have been able to rise up after every fall and have been able to motivate myself in good times and bad times is because i know that every day i will fuel myself because i cannot nourish my energy to feed someone else until i feed my own self every day and that is what i'm doing consistently and uh, that is one of the reasons why you know i've been able to ch- charge up 5 am club is a great book to read you definitely can read fallen to rise uh, but i think you should also read the series of book by stephen covey and one of the book i will 
really encourage people to read is called the uh, the eighth habit by stephen covey which a lot of people have not heard about but i think it is fascinating it really builds your character it does not just gives you tips it uh, helps you to build your character the eighth habit and the 5am club and also robin uh, tony robbins uh, awaken the giant within three great books i will recommend any time that would really help so i'll just type it in the comment mm, varun is saying that go you good going to try this journal thing from today itself that is fantastic uh, varun and varun when you're hearing me may i just tell you that me this year 2021 and for everybody who's watching me this year 2021 be absolutely fascinating may you grow no matter what the situation is and may you rise up to something bigger something better and something higher everything so ladies and gentlemen remember what bob just mentioned first thing is don't be cheap on your journey to greatness gift yourself a decent adorable and if i may use the word expensive diary because every time you'll take pride in writing in it you'll take pride in documenting yourself number 1 number 2 ask yourself are you driven by fear or are you driven by faith because fear will drive you emotional and faith is what is going to give you logic 99% of our decision is driven by emotions and it's where we need to be resilient what bob just mentioned how he charges himself he reads a book and then whatever he picks up he tries to adopt in his lifestyle are you mindful about the book it does not matter whether you have read 60 book a year even if you have read 6 pages how are you making the sense out of those 6 pages that's right so uh bob has also mentioned three books the 5am club by robin sharma awaken the giant within by tony robbins and the eighth habit by stephen covey do find you can find explainer videos on youtube you can find pdf and you can even purchase it on audible amazon wherever you feel it amazing amazing so we have got another similar question from bhavya and it's how to motivate ourselves to positiveness i think uh, you know i recently uh, published a video which was i think yesterday uh, which was on the topic of breaking limiting mindset and uh, that video is available on youtube and uh, if uh, somebody from my team can even paste that in the link if, with your permission aditya of course uh, of course please okay so you know how to break limiting mindset and i'm going to bring one concept over there Uh, which i've learned from uh, the fantastic tony robbins i think in order to build positiveness it's very important you know you can people can do meditation people can uh, write a diary people can write a journal and people can do a lot of things but what is very important is if you want to build positivity you got to shift your focus okay now what basically happens is a lot of time when we face a challenge in our life or let's say we just had a battle with our partner with a family member or we had something in college that happened in office that happened something that did not work out what happens is we are consistently so focused on what did not work out and uh, you know there is a there is a scientific term called negativity bias now what is negativity bias is it does not matter how many good things happened in the day there is one thing which is negative that will overpower everything that has happened good in the day for example 
right now if you're feeling negative if you're feeling depressed or you're feeling disappointed or you're just feeling stressed are you able to count at least five things that are good in the day for example did you eat your lunch a lot of people do not get lunch to eat did you eat your dinner possibly okay do you have a shelter to stay do you have a mother and father do you have family members uh, you know are you alive are you breathing do you have cancer right now most people say oh no no i don't have cancer great so these are five good things that you already have with you but if you just had one challenge where somebody criticized you somebody said something to you then what happens is that overpowers everything that has happened to you and then consistently you're bogged down with that one thought and that is called negativity bias so rather than just making that negativity your favorite or bias what you do is shift your focus and say okay right now i'm feeling this thing is not working this is not working solutions are not happening can i shift my focus to what's working right now what's good in this moment okay so uh i'll give you an example uh, aditya i was a long time back when i used to just deliver sessions in front of smaller group of people you know 10 people 20 people 30 people 40 people that's the group of people i should deliver uh there is a very large uh, you know air conditioning company in india one of the top companies actually and they delivered called me to deliver a keynote speech and i was not a keynote speaker motivational speaker that time i was just getting into it i i had not even written fallen to rise that time so i go on the stage and the thing was the set, the the keynote that was supposed to happen it was in an open garden so i had never delivered a keynote in an open garden it was a beautiful resort but it was an open garden now you can understand and it is at 5 pm in the evening and if it is in a open garden the entire stage is filled with chairs and all and there are lighting so i felt as if i'm going to speak at a wedding <laughs> so me and my colleague we go over there completely shocked what the hell is this because you know conference rooms are very controlled you know there are no noises suddenly you can see people walking around you know having a little drink of wine and all and i'm 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 on the stage thinking what the hell is going on and uh, and uh, they put on the speaker they put on uh, you know the lights and everything and then they put on the projector and i was depending on my presentation and the problem is because it's 5 pm 5:30 pm the uh-huh. nothing on the projector can be seen and the connection you know the 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 connection of the wires and all is so far away that my laptop is far away from me and uh, we don't have you know what we say the clicker <laughs> the clicker, clicker. so you just can, you can just imagine like i said at the start you know one thing that we need to learn in life is uncertainty you got to accept uncertainties everything is going are not working for me and there are 100 people and i'm used to be very engaging you know for example i consistently is that right are you okay are you understanding but the audience is dead like a zombie they aren't answering my question uh because a concept that i have had in my mind is you know everybody should be talking but there is an audience that also just listens they don't want to talk they don't want to listen but i am not used to it i thought they can't understand me or they don't know enjoying it and 100 people are completely quiet and then i play the music and while i'm playing the music unfortunately because of pressure whatever happens the drum that i brought is not tuned and now this is the fallen story not the risen story huh the session happens people clap some people like it i think the session is good though i feel somehow it didn't it work out well you know because you know as speakers we have a lot of ego right i think oh my god it still went well you know i'm just trying to give myself dilasa you know it went well it was not so bad my colleague also who's very compassionate you know she also said bob you know session was good i said thank you so much so i go back home 
feeling okay it was okay i knew something didn't go well it it still went well actually but when i go home the organizer of the event calls me up the consultant and says bob it was terrible oh my god <laughs> and i said uh, terrible i laughed very good so i am uh, i am uh, disappointed i'm shocked because i normally get very good feedbacks you know from people oh it was awesome that's the type of response i'm used to so there was also a little ego in me so he says uh-huh. uh, it went terrible you know the learning and development manager called up and said it didn't go well and he said a lot of things that i didn't like i keep the phone down and the thing is when a normal person goes through a fall or a mistake or an error it is only a one to one thing right they fail they feel terrible but we made a mistake in front of 100 people 150 people plus the brand and the reputation is also hit so i sit on the chair over there feeling terrible and feeling sorry for myself for 3 hours i'm feeling so disappointed and i don't know why i start you know weeping and in tears like a baby because the way he spoke to me and the feedback was terrible and i was feeling so down now if you just decode what's happening with me i'm focusing only on what did not work out i'm only focusing on the fall i'm only focusing on how embarrassing it was i'm only focused on you know how insulted i felt i'm only focused on that guy spoke like this that's all i was focused on but after some time i shifted my focus and said bob can you focus on what positive happened out of it and remember i said earlier the biggest breakthrough in life happens when you discover a truth about your about ourselves that very moment i discovered that bobby this version of you that you feel proud in is not the version of you that is going to work for you in the future you got to adapt as a keynote speaker if you want to inspire a million people you're going to have large audiences and you got to change the way you deliver your keynotes and your speeches and i had to reinvent myself and that's where it started i had to evolve myself and then i was able to look at that situation and say okay bob what have you learned from this what is the solution you found over here what have you discovered about yourself what are some lessons you created for yourself what have you discovered and from this what happened is the new version of me started getting created so if you see a new version of me delivering keynotes in front of thousands of people doing music and writing the book and everything one of the reasons why i was able to do it because i was able to terribly fall and the answer that i have for people is how do you build positivity is shift your focus from what did not work for you what's terrible to what lessons you're learning what's the lesson in this what's good about this how can you change your life what's the possibility possibilities move ahead how can you move forward from now and that happens and that can only happen when you ask yourself empowering questions and that's my answer to havya and to everybody else who's listening that's amazing how many times ladies and gentlemen do we focus on what can we do better rather than what went bad now this is a very powerful thought so bhavya has another question and this is context specific like what is your suggestion for motivating homemakers people who are at home because personally i also deal with a lot of people who are homemakers and one of the things which i see is a financial identity crisis but mm-hmm. this is my perspective because they feel that since we do not have any bargaining power mm-hmm. or we are at home taking care of everyone what can Correct. we do so what's your perspective i personally believe homemakers are some of the most beautiful people on earth 
and they are sometimes far better than a lot of people who are doing things in the commercial world you know for example our mothers the wives the sisters the guys and the men uh, uh you know what i mean by that is sometimes you know people ridicule a homemaker a lot of time we see in movies also you know husbands say that you know tum to sirf ghar pe baithe rehte ho you are only sitting at home but the honest truth is the amount of work that a homemaker does at home is phenomenal and uh, homemakers have the powerful capability to do multitasking which a lot of us don't have okay so what is our suggestion for motivating homemakers and aditya you correctly pointed out there is a financial identity crisis uh i personally think that a homemaker should not limit themselves to only taking care of home a true story that i recently read and that really really inspired me a story from the south of india was there is a lady uh you know who's handicapped and uh, you know her father is an absolute great 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 cook uh who who taught the daughter to cook the food and they, the father daughter had such a beautiful relationship and one to point of time and the father was a breadwinner for the house and suddenly what happened is uh, you know the and no brother and sister only the uh, daughter the father and the mother and what happened is and she's handicapped the father was such an amazing figure and uh, person in her life father figure and then the father you know died and the entire responsibility came on the daughter now the choice she could make is she could just sit at home and sulk because realize she's handicapped she has the right to say that you know mom you go and work and then she had one of her friends a friend who told her listen you're really really good cook you know you learned so much from your dad why not start something like cooking and uh, what she did is she said oh really but who will take and you know you said earlier that you need to have mentors in your life sometimes you need to have great friends in your life that friend said you know i will help you i'll take care of the logistic because you know you have a disability i can help you with the logistic why not you do something and she decided to make pickles at home and she had learned all this lesson from her dad she started making you know chicken pickle fish pickle and vegetable pickles and people started loving it and because she had such an inspiring story she started putting on facebook and as a result people started ordering 1 kilo 2 kilo 3 kilo and she now says that mostly people who order are people who are nris and people from the army who are ordering pickles from her and she's created a thriving business where people are saying can i get a 1 kilo can i get 2 kilos and she says that you know sometime she's sitting on her wheelchair over there and you can understand when you're making pickles it is a big journey it's a long journey and the pickles have to be dispatched at a specific time because you know they don't add in preservatives you know because it's a home thing so uh, she has to sit on that wheelchair or the chair for a long time and really really pains for her but because she created her new identity for herself knowing that not only can, am i sitting and confined to a home and just making a home i can also create a future for myself and my family and i personally think and that this is the answer that i have is a homemaker should this very moment even during covid-19 and even after that you got to develop skills that can make you financially independent whether it is cooking whether it is sewing whether it is you know learning and upgrading some skills building in demand skills i think it's very very important because god forbid something happens to one of your partners or somebody in your family then you know you should not be in a stage of being a victim i think you got to be self independent independent may i just say this and i know this was something that i never thought about a lot of homemakers you know uh, if they have a very abusive husband and you know i come from a very uh, abusive 
uh, you know father relationship father son uh, mother relationship you know when my father was very abusive a lot of wives and you know people who are dependent on somebody in the family what happens is because they don't have a skill or they think they don't have a skill they are so dependent on one of the family members that even if the person is abusing him hitting them speaking words that are very profane profane or things that are not good they they feel that you know what can i do so i have to stick with this person i personally think that you know if you where respect is not served you should not sit on the table where respect is not served you should not sit on the table whether you are a teenager whether you're a wife whether you're a husband or whatever whoever you are you got to develop independent in demand skills for yourself so that god forbid a situation happens you can stand on your feet and say what next world situation come on my face i will go and face the situation because i'm not scared i live with faith and belief that i can do something about it rather than saying i'm a victim of it so that's my answer wow Wow, that's that's really powerful. Where you are not served with respect, raise up your standard. That's quite beautiful. And thank you for sharing this amazing story. So we have got just last two questions, and um, one is from Varun. So Varun has asked, when it comes to journaling or writing diary, what would you suggest? Early morning or late night? Okay. Uh, so firstly there is uh, varun thank you so much for your question and uh, stay blessed there is uh, no specific rule when you should write a diary but if you ask me what's really work for me and what's work for a lot of people is your diary should be connected to the time when you are about to start the day you cannot keep you know what do you say uh, you know you cannot uh, do two things at one time you got to first fuel your car and then drive the car you cannot drive your car without the petrol or the diesel or whatever so i suggest first thing in the morning is a beautiful thing when you get up in the morning when you have just started your day your mind still fresh you know sometimes we get up in the morning feeling absolutely horrible sometimes we could be getting up feeling very excited so you get up in the morning first thing in the morning take a diary and pen and this is what i do i'll go to spotify i'll go to youtube listen to something you know sounds of bird listen to music take a walk whatever you know and then take a diary and pen and write down what you're feeling that very moment of time and a lot of people will say that i'm not feeling too good when they write their thoughts down what happens is they get clarity and as tony robbins says this you know when you have clarity it brings motivation one of the reasons why people get disappointed frustrated irritated angry and that's what coaches also help us with with is getting clarity as to what you really really want correct so when you write a diary one of the biggest purposes is to get clarity when you do it first thing in the morning you can really get clarity as to what you're feeling that very moment of time you can write down you can vent out and then you can say okay how do i want to plan my day what do i want to do today what are three things that i can do that can really really impact uh, my life one thing that i've learned which can really work for people is when you do a diary writing in the morning ask yourself a very powerful question for example how can i create the highest impact in my life this day and my entire day what are three steps or one step that i can take today that can draw me closer to my goal how can i make my day highly impactful when you ask yourself a question first thing in the morning you will write your answer you will be charged up you will be energized you listen to a podcast you listen to a video you are inspired start your day and you will be surprised to know 
uh, that your day will be very different to what it normally is. So that's it. Amazing, amazing. So uh, Bobby, we just got a private uh, uh, request. I just wanted to share with you. Viewers saw your YouTube channel and they saw that they saw you playing drum. Is there any way? I know you mentioned me before, but this is a special request. Is there any way that you can play something for us? I would be, मतलब I did not want it to say this to the viewers. Is there anything we can do, Bobby? Uh, unfortunately, I am at a different place. I have not carried the instruments, and it will require a lot of setup. But what I could do for you, Aditya, and I'm realizing we are running short of time, is I I think we are yet to share a little bit of my story, which I think uh, we didn't share. So uh, for those who want to hear me live, there are a lot of videos available, and uh, I think uh, a I paste your YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, you you can go to my YouTube channel and see it, and uh, I think uh, yeah. You can check on my channel. Uh, just put drumming music, whatever you find it. By the way, I also sing, so it's already there. On uh, I sang Jashne Bhara uh, from the wow. beautiful Vijodakar. So you know, if you can bear it, आप अगर बर्दाश्त कर सकते हो तो बर्दाश्त कर लीजिए. But what I want to do is, if with your permission, Aditi, I would like to just take a minute to share a small part of my story. Okay. Uh, this, by the way, is my mother, and uh, that's me, by the way. So my little story for those who may see the session or may are seeing it right now is when I was a little small, uh, you know, uh, at the age of fifteen actually, the first job I did was I used to be a construction, you know, I did some construction job just for some time. I used to be a laborer on the streets of Mumbai, you know, I used to pick up cement, reeti, khamela, and I used to build houses for people. The question a lot of people ask me is, Bob, you sound at least you sound intelligent or at least you talk really well. You sound qualified. Why would you do something like that? The thing is, when I was two, three years old, my father left me and went away. He didn't die. He left us. Even today, whether my where my father is, we don't know. And because my mom was, my mom single-handedly took care of the entire family. My mom, mom worked two jobs a day. She used to get up five a.m. in the morning, and I have a faint view of it. She used to get up five a.m. in the morning, feed us, cook for us, you know, leave us, then go to work, come back in the afternoon. Then go for another job in the evening. I still remember that at ten o'clock in the night, eight o'clock in the night, um, me and my two sisters would sit down. You know, we are that's two years old, four years old, six years old, around that age, approximately. We are sitting outside the door of the house, eagerly waiting for my mom to come home because you know we are small children, uh, you know, in the jungle of Mumbai, in the city of Mumbai, you know. And we are, when we are sitting over there, there is this woman who is passing by in a sari, and when she is pass, passing by in a sari, we think, oh, it's a mom. So all the three of us are running, running, mummy, mummy, mummy. We are running to her, and when when we catch the sari, you know, uh, part of the garment, she that woman turns and she says, "Hey, what happened?" So we'll say, "Oh, sorry, sorry, you're somebody else." And then we run back, eagerly waiting for the mother to come. This woman was this mother of mine was the stronghold for us. She's the one who never got remarried. She took care of it independently, and you know there are times when she used to travel in the Mumbai local. Going through the tragedy that she went through, uh, you know, she got blood pressure, and you know, she went under a lot of struggles. Sometimes she used to fall down in the Mumbai local train, and uh, you know, she had an address, and somehow people used to pick her up and bring her home. And uh, for half an hour, she used to be unconscious because of blood pressure, and we did not know whether she would be alive or dead. But thankfully, she was alive, and she would rise up, and we were so thankful. This rock and this pillar that stood with us, she showed me one lesson: that you know. in your life you need people 
who will never abandon you because i have painful story of being abandoned as a little child and i re- i know the pain of being abandoned and this mother of mine stood strong at the age of 15 when my mother really started struggling with health and she was really feeling unwell i said you know what do i do now uh, so i started working the next job i did is i was in sales i used to go door to door house to house selling watches you know i used to sell one watch an alarm clock to customers for 250 rupees and i should go to customers and say sir would you want an alarm clock would you want a watch sir and i remember in this mumbai in the slums of mumbai jhopar patti we call in mumbai you know uh, like it shown in apna time aayega you know the movie uh, gali boys i should go gali to the slums and sometimes people used to catch me by the collar and throw me outside say hey get lost and jab koi aapko collar se utha ke baat fekta hai you when somebody catches you by the collar and throws you outside it is really embarrassing and i still remember i'm on the highway of mumbai there is rain falling from there vehicles are passing by and this young teenager you know my tie is wet my face is wet i have an umbrella i have a watch i have an alarm clock i'm looking up and there is tears falling from my eyes that moment because that day i literally do not even have 1 rupee to travel even in a bus and there when i'm standing on the crossroads of my life there at that very moment i made a decision i said you know this customer threw me out my father left me but i bobby de souza make a choice to say that my biography will never determine the autobiography that i'm writing for my life my past will never determine my future and for everybody who's watching and who's going to watch please remember your past and your present never determines your future and that moment i said i'm going to do something for my family i'm going to i know that this family is very important for me i'm going to do something and i knew something bigger better higher is waiting for me to cut the whole long story short you know i was in sales for many years i was in customer service for many years consistently i reinvented myself i consistently i learned i got mentored i grew consistently i was in customer service i was in sales uh, you know i became a trainer for an organization i became a trainer training manager for an organization uh, i work for companies like first source i say seven source i work for work for companies like ray sales resource base and uh, then i started my own organization i went to the north of india and i started inspiring the youth and uh, one of the reasons why i started inspiring the youth was and it is by the way in the book fallen to rise you should read the story i would suggest uh when i was 15 years old when i was 12 years old i had nobody to tell me bob you know aage khadda hai yahan mat ja don't go here don't go there change lanes nobody was there to guide me and then i realized that when i did not get that miracle of guidance in my life can i become a miracle for at least some people and as a result i started inspiring the youth and today i am privileged to say that uh, you know i've had the privilege of uh, inspiring 30 almost 29000 plus people face to face in live sessions i've inspired 2 lakh people online and uh, i have worked with more than 7000 students uh, you know face to face you know i worked with ceos of dhl leaders of organization and one thing i can tell you today is that my life is about building people and my dream is to inspire at least a million people before my last breath that's my dream that's my dream and my thought is this that if i can rise from the fall and if my message can be an inspiration at least to some people uh, each one of people who are watching this right now you qualified you possibly have a dad and mom guiding you and stand standing with you you can do much more than this please don't compromise for less stop compromising and just feeding your mind with great content on netflix i love netflix myself but stop just looking at a tiktok or an instagram you know i'm not saying don't do that but your life is bigger better and higher to that 
make a masterpiece of your life and i'm glad to say that i'm on the journey of making a masterpiece and i aditya i believe you are too so rise up so ladies and gentlemen please grab your copy and i'm posting the link in the chat uh do go ahead purchase your book because it's very rare occasion where you see a person you are able to know about his history you are able to know about his aspiration this is one way where you can have real time mentors correct and, and aditya yeah apologies for the interruption what also happens is fallen to rise is not only is fallen to rise a book which has got my story what it also has is it also has like for example a chapter gets over and then there are notes which basically talks about what are certain lessons learning how you can apply it so uh, the book has two parts in it it not only tells my story but it also shares lessons which people can actually apply so so for the viewers who are watching us i have pasted the link do get it make this your christmas gift make this your new year gift to you because this is how you are going to transform yourself so uh, bobby how can people reach out to you right i think it's not very difficult to reach out to me because uh, you just google bobby dissouza and you'll find me uh, but the best way to reach out to me is contact at bobbydissouza.com which is the email id that you are on you can go to my instagram channel bobby dissouza inspire uh, you can catch me on amazon spotify uh youtube anchor itunes uh by the way i am happy to even help people personally so if somebody needs to talk with me you can just drop me a dm on instagram and we can have a conversation i also have a whatsapp group called community which we've been running for the last 3 years which has inspired so many people somebody has now reached australia somebody is in the uk uh people have really really grown from uh, you know who they were and who they are becoming so it's easy to reach me uh and uh, aditya thank you so much for uh, this opportunity for giving me uh, to share my story and i hope it helps at least some people sure amazing amazing so ladies and gentlemen you can reach out to bobby bobby is only present facebook linkedin spotify instagram youtube you name it bobby is there even on a whatsapp community you can reach out to him make sure that you take away something and if this live stream inspired you do comment your thoughts we would appreciate we would read them and also do share it with someone you feel would be blessed enough to again go through this and uh, it's amazing bobby that you took out time and we are really humbled our community members people across linkedin facebook and youtube have tuned in live thank you bobby and i look forward to hosting you and working with you in the coming days thank you thank you so much everybody god bless and uh... until we meet next time take care and see you ladies and gentlemen we are signing out and see you next week same time same place